Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. This is Capri. This is Nika. And this is Dante. And today we have a special guest with us. Would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, hello. My name is Colin Chapman from here in Oklahoma City. I'm, I'm a partner and uh, slash wardrobe architect with Persona Custom Colliers based out of Plano, Texas. For Dallas, Plano, Texas. And also I'm a life coach for athletes. We also referee volleyball and stuff like do other stuff, but those are my main things right now. Nice. Sound like you're busy. Oh, yes. I'm always busy. <laughs> totally nice. and always busy. Yes. So how's your weekend been? It's like I said, it's been rough. I mean, you know, my, my dad's just getting in the hospital, was in, got me into the hospital yesterday. So most of course, all of my time, all of my efforts is, you know, just checking in on him. But in the meantime, getting a little business done and, and, and also got getting business done while watching some church today and streaming into my church service and, and a couple of other church services as well. And I, and I was asking you, um, how was it like having a, like, family member like in the hospital during the quarantine because um, my sister gave birth at the very beginning of the quarantine so at the beginning of it it was a little you know it was different we were all allowed to be at the hospital and then as things kind of started changing over the next few weeks it just changed completely it just drastic like oh, nobody could go nobody could be there and they actually made an exception for her husband to be there um, at the time but he wasn't even supposed to be there right um, and so just um, asking you like how are you uh, dealing with that like it's just I know it's different because you know typically when you have a family member in the hospital someone you're really close to um you try to stop and make sure that they're okay and kind of check on them throughout that time so how is that going for you well basically just one from two it went from one extreme to another because he was this is like his fourth time going to the hospital these past three months the first time was actually the first of March where he was there for eight days and I was basically there with him the whole time I mean basically the whole time, except for going home and checking mail and checking all that. I mean, I was literally with him because I didn't want him to be there by himself. And even though it was tough being in the hospital, but we actually really connected there. But so once he got out there and he went back in in April, of course, that's when after when everything happened and I took him to the ER and it felt different. I mean, just leaving there because you know what's going to happen, what was what was what, and it was kind of tough because I was I mean, when I took when I get back in the truck, I mean, I was led to tears because I didn't know what to do, I didn't know what to expect. So he was in there for three days, and then fast forward to this past Wednesday, he went to the ER, and you know I, I kind of lost it again, you know, lost it again, and came he came back on that day, and then like I said on um, yesterday morning, it was really really scary to the point I thought he literally passed away in my arms, so I had to get him get him because he was like he was very very unconscious and just slipped over, but um, and luckily he got regained his consciousness, but and we just talked to him, but it's it's very very difficult because. Feel like I'm, I'm hopeless, and feel like he's there by himself, and you know, man, it just it's it's very tough. But I mean, it just I kind of got used to it now, so I'm forcing to get used to something like that. But but like I said, I just got off the phone with him, and he's in very very good spirits, even though he's very very weak. But he, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is sad I mean, for people right yeah. now because it's like I mean you're sick and that's who you want by your side is your family and people can't like they're limiting to like one people and it's not fair. No, it's no, not even nobody. limited to nobody. Oh, so nobody. Yeah, no, it's um, nobody. Yeah, when Kayla went home at least one person and went to the ER, we literally had to drop her off. I told her it was like a like a scary movie. You dropped her off. She went in the door. My mama was had to go get back in her car. I when I pulled up, mama was in the car. It was just kind of like, okay. Oh, I didn't know nobody that. Nobody knows if you don't have a phone, or if you forget your phone. or You know, because people, when they're in emergency, they just run it. So you just run, you just literally drop that person off at the front mm-hmm. door. Oh, wow. They go horrible. in. And then you just kind of like in the abyss. Like, hopefully they come back out. If they don't, you don't know. Like, girl, I seen it's the, scary I seen as hell. Girl, girl, in one of the groups I'm on in Facebook, girl, her and her daughter had a wreck yesterday. And it was like a bad car wreck. And they had to take the daughter to the hospital girl the mama's at home because she's okay but the daughter's in the hospital by herself because mm-hmm. of 
Mm -hmm. I thought that only the COVID patients couldn't have anybody. I didn't know that, like, if you were on any other floor, nobody can. Nobody. Nobody. This is just like yesterday. I mean, he he called. Of course, he didn't have his glass with him, so I just... I had to take his glasses in with his case and just drop it off off at the main door and they, they took it there and said, what's your room number? So I tell them, name a room number. So that's, gave it there and they yeah. took it so up there. So you just hope like, and the way she came out, the, like when she came out of the emergency room, it looked so scary. Like it was just, like I said, it, it, it reminded you of like a scary movie. You know, like you watch them scary movies where people get dropped off and you're not sure if they ever coming back out. Yeah, but it's a lot of people like, that that happens to. I'm yeah, sure. you can't even like bring them back out. Like you can't go. Like when they come out, they meet you at the front door. So there's no like going upstairs, no, no checking in. You, you can't. Yeah, off. you just drop them off. Mm-hmm. Drop them off, pick them up at the front door. So, it yeah, it's it, it, it's like hard. Yes. it's hard. Yeah. I mean, now little kids, they're allowing one person with no, the little it's kids. Not. That's what I'm saying. They're not anymore. No, the how old is the daughter? I didn't. She was young, I guess. Okay, because they used they were at one point allowing a parent with a child because um, the I've had like when my one of my parents had like gave birth on my case and her mom was allowed to be there with her and the child, so the baby was allowed to have a designated person. How long ago them. was that though? That was at the beginning of that was at the beginning of April. So oh, okay. maybe they I mean, maybe they changed. They probably didn't change it, I guess. Or yeah, it depends on what hospital. Cause it, cause I know hospital to hospital is different too. Right, right. Cause um, when I call policy for, if I call Mercy, Mercy's policy was different than Baptist's policy, than oh, OU's okay. policy. So I, it may just also depend on the hospital too. Man, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't either. Yeah. So you just drop your kid off and just assume a hope that what they doing. Or oh, not even on? that, the person who's actually sick because you don't even know what's going on with yourself. Right. right. And to just be by yourself right. during that moment. Because normally the person with you is kind of consoling you, making exactly. sure you're okay. So and advocating, advocating for you. Oh, too. Or advocating, advocating for you. Advocating yeah. for you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we've always talked about um, health disparities. That's something I've been big on lately or whatever. But if you need, in certain such circumstances, you need somebody to be in there advocating for you. Right, because Especially you, may, yeah. you don't ask a lot of questions, or you don't know what to ask. Yeah, yeah, like my mom is like a huge advocate for us, always has been, and always, you know, mm-hmm. that's just her thing. So, like, if we don't know, like, I might not know to ask to get a blood, and a lot of people this, don't know, or, that. you know, you, I don't know that you know, I'm feeling this way, so then it could be something like she knows all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, she usually will ask them certain things, like when my sister was there, and like all the situation going on with her, my mom was like, Let's show me her charts. Mm-hmm. I need to see her charts. I need to see how often y'all doing this. And she knew who to ask for. Yeah. So, you know, well, I asked so for this So, your sister's person. actually blessed in that. Yeah. In that but case. it's hard if she can't be there. It's, it's hard if she can't be there. I mean, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying she's still blessed. Or or her mom might know nurses or whatever because she's connected in that field. Girl, that ain't well, even what she... She just... My mama just know who to ask for. Well, in my case... <laughs> well, well, in my case, I'm blessed to have my oldest brother who's 50 years old. He's a restaurant pharmacist down there in Allen. So, he talks to nurse. I mean, they talked. Like 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 he's a nurse. Or, I mean, they, they working together and he's, they working closely with with with, the, with our doctors, with his doctors, with his urologists, and and, it, and so that's and, the blessing too. Yeah. is that you yeah. have a family member who's yeah. at the hospital too. Right. No, no, no. He's yeah. not. You know, he well, yeah, well, he, he works at the hospital. Tech, yeah. yeah. He's in Texas, so he he's he's connecting. We I mean, we always have telehealth appointments and all that stuff. Okay. And Yeah. He's and then when we go to the doctor, he's on my messenger and stuff like that. So when we go fishing, so yeah. But he's he's sometimes he even takes him off the medicine. Like one of the medicine makes him weak. And then, but but then that mess can if you get off that mess in too long, you, you can cause you to have a heart attack or stroke. So it's 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 like we in like in the damn if you do the damn if you don't situation, particularly at his age, cause he's eighty two years old. And okay. if Florida State is saying he'd be eighty three on July twentieth, so but yeah, but he's he's been going through a lot. He had a quadruple bypass surgery in two thousand fourteen, prostate cancer, right late in the late two thousand. So. He's been through a lot, so. Oh, that's just hard. And then he lost his wife, which is probably causing so much grief. Yeah. Yeah. Because he died from grief. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very, very true. So, well, um, sending prayers to your father. Hopefully, praying that things will go well and that he comes to full recovery on that. So, um, we usually ask a question. Okay. Um, I know you're new to this, so hold on. We'll try to walk you through it. But we usually ask a question to kind of get us in the warm-up phase of how this is going. So, um, let me see which one. Here's one. Are you considered shallow if you will not date a disabled person? That's a good one. 
<laughs> so if you meet someone depends on the disability they're disabled are you shallow if they are really interested in you and you're like no 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 and the sole reason you're saying no is their disability it depends on the disability i don't know if you would be i don't think it would be considered shallow because that's a big responsibility that's depending big, on the disability you know that would be a big responsibility it yeah it depends on what they're able to do exactly. and what they can't do like if you're having to like say like change them and like do different stuff like that that's a huge responsibility. But what so if they I don't take think... care of themselves? They just have like... So the reason why I said this is because... So um, I know someone who... Um, well, when we went to high school with him, he was normal. Everything mm-hmm. was okay. Um, sometime around his adult life, he got shot in the head. And now he's got a disability. So um, he actually survived the shooting and had a stroke. Now, like, his left arm is kind of, you know, a little different. Mm-hmm. And he moves a little different, drags his leg kind of thing. But if you meet him now, he's just, I mean, he's different. He's a little timid. He's not the same person. But he takes care of, I mean, he most of the time, most of everything he does, he can take care of himself. So, so here's the thing. So, I know someone who went on a date with him. And okay. she said, you know, they were on a date and she went to go, they were watching a football game. Okay. She's cheering, cheering, but she, like, does a really sudden move, and he almost, like, loses it. So, you know how, like, babies flail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said he, he she moved too quick for him, and he flailed, and then, like, almost fell out of his seat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how you, I'm not laughing at the disability. I'm she laughing at you right now. How your arm I'm everything just saying, up. but when she saw me, I was just like, oh, my gosh, That's because... Horrible. I probably would have felt so bad, but I probably would never have gone on another day with him. And I was like, does that make you shallow if you're like, I just don't know that I could. She probably don't want to go on another day. That probably no, I mean, like, she still talks to him and she still oh, hangs she, up with him. And she's still, I mean, but she like has to, she says she has to kind of be like really conscious of like. See, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's kind of a lot though. Yeah. You know, it just depends, I guess, on how you feeling that person or something. Because that's kind of a lot you gotta watch what you say watch how you move you know if they you know so that's that's a lot right what about it- you um, can I be like Russell Westbrook? Next question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, if you go into a relationship, I mean, you. This is a depend on the situation. Of course, if you're already in in a relationship, of course exactly. you. I mean, it, it, so it kind of just depends on that. But I mean, it depends. It, it depends on if they want to. You know, their mindset as well. If they want to continue being that way, if they want to have a mindset to get themselves back together. Or get you know get themselves you know back well. It's, it's, it's a lot of variable factors. They could be disabled now. They may not be uh, disabled uh, later. Exactly. You know, sure. it's like it's like you see all these you know you know before and after pictures. They were fat one one day. They're they're skinny. I mean, they're missing all you know, the some some fine. <laughs> you know, a few years later. So it's all it's all to to you know his you know his own. I think it depends. It, it definitely because I've talked to somebody that had like a disability or whatever. So it just depends on what the disability is. But I, I don't think that, I don't think you're shallow. I think it depends on the responsibility. But I could see myself being like cool and hanging out with somebody just, you know, because I'll yeah. be friends with anybody. So yeah. I could see myself being cool and hanging out with somebody with a disability. I mean, and, and disabilities can be anything. I mean, right. yeah, right. Can, can mean, I mean, just me, with me grieving, I mean, I mean, that's a, that's a big, I don't say disability, but, you know, I'm, de- I'm depressed. I mean, you know, that's can, yeah. 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 So I mean, so, yeah. So 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 if they know, they already know. I mean, I mean, I'm only depressed because I lost my mom. I see my dad in situations. So I mean, I'm not dep- wasn't depressed before then, but I mean, right. you know, yes. I mean, but they know. Yeah. yeah. Circumstantial. Circumstantial. Like I had a guy before who, um, when I used to go to UCO, he was in a wheelchair and he was part of the Special Olympics. So um, UCO is a host for the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. Um, so every so often so they come and train in their facilities and so he for the first couple times he just was like hey like you know and I would say hey and then we would go and then one day he like rose up to me in a wheelchair and he's like I really think you're cute I think we should kind of get together but he had like an amputated leg so that's not getting any better Mm -hmm. unless he gets like a a prosthetic leg or whatever Mm -hmm. 
And so I just couldn't bring myself to it. So I stopped going to the gym and everything. I know that sounds really bad, but I didn't want to tell the man like I wasn't interested. And I'm sure that he probably runs into that quite a bit, like mm-hmm. where somebody like is like, no, I don't want to do this. And so I felt bad that I was just like, no, I don't want to. I didn't want to take that on. Like, that's a lot, mm-hmm. you know, like. That's a lot. Yeah, like I said, it just depends on what they're able to do on their own. And a lot of them are able to do a lot on their own. Yeah. They really learn to become, like, really independent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's the situations, like, where you're normal and you're in a relationship and then they become, you know, disabled or whatever. That's Mm -hmm. when you have, like, a huge responsibility. But I think if you meet somebody in that situation, I don't think it's... Because you already have a mindset, especially if you're meeting them on that type of level. You already have a mindset mindset. of what you're going to have to do versus... Being with somebody and then it happens. It's happened. completely normal and like it happens. That's, that's a lot. I do know mm-hmm. um, there is a couple in the city and they always talk about him all the time. He has a um, charity event every year. His name is Tombo. Tom I don't know if you've ever heard of him before, but mm-hmm. he's Tombo. got. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got um, his ALS. Um, he's an older man. I didn't know that. No, he's not that old. Oh, his, it's his son then. Okay. Okay. Um, Tommy. Yeah, and he just recently, like, so he got married, they had kids. And it just started taking over his body. So right now, mm-hmm. he can't do anything from his neck down. Oh, wow. But so when she married him, he wasn't like that, though. But mm-hmm. she knew that he was diagnosed with it and that it could possibly get that bad. But they have kids. So now currently, she's work. She's the only one that can work. Mm-hmm. She gets up every morning. Like, they had a, they did a documentary over him. Um, she gets up every morning. She pretty much bathes him, washes him, gets him together, and all the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, so... Yeah, I guess in that situation, it's kind of one of those things where, like, you kind of knew, but I don't know that you would know how bad, because I don't know how bad ALS can get. So, you know, it maybe it's just well, one no, of Well, no, ALS, basically, it doesn't get really better. Yeah. You know, it only mm-hmm. gets worse with that. But I guess just, it will just, you, when you put yourself in a position, like, before, shoot, about three weeks before we got married, I think it was three weeks before we got married, Tika got shot fatally three times and was in ICU and... I'm like, oh my God. Like, I literally had to take him baths. Like, every day, like, brush his teeth. Wow. I used to have to, like, when we got home, like, he was in, like, you know, he was on, um, like, canes. And we have to give him, like, shots in the stomach when he went home. And, oh, like, wow. literally, who would, you know, no one, I'd be, I used to be like, I can't do it, y'all. You know, if somebody, but I guess you never know how strong you are until you get in that situation. And I never left that hospital, you know, from the day of. Like, not ICU, you know, I, ne- I was like, uh-uh, you know, I would never, mm-hmm. he would So, uh, and you know, I mean, it just, you put yourself, when you get yourself in that position, I mean, it's just something you have to do at that point, you know, especially. And you, you do it out of love, I yeah, think, you too. Right. Um, yeah. And now, what I do think is shallow is if you go into the, you go into the situation and you marry somebody, they become disabled and you just leave. But that's but tough, wild, though. Because it, it's still, you know. If you marry somebody? Yeah, I mean, it's... If you're married to somebody who could... But so what if you I don't think it's right. Would you... Like, is it right for somebody to just no, leave you? No, right. it's not right. But I can see a person becoming, like, really tired. Because I remember I ran into this girl, and um, her husband was... He was normal. Something happened. Some type of medical condition. And he became disabled. And I remember running into her because she was, you know, taking care of him. But I think a lot of her stresses was his family as well. You know, coming in with their opinions, and you need to do this, and you need to do that. So on, on top of me having to take care of you, you not being able to do it for yourself, I have to deal with your family too. And yeah, so she was just kind of like, I don't know if I want to stay in this. Like, I mean, I ran into her; she was drunk, and she just oh. got to talking. And she probably that's what that's. And she I mean, she talk. was venting. Right. And she was venting in the parking lot, and I don't yeah. even like I speak to the girl, but I don't even really talk to the girl like that. And it was, I mean, she was she probably venting. just needs to let it. But go. Let I could tell out. that she was so frustrated, and she was so ready to let go, but. He, she stuck in there, and he actually got better. And yeah. I mean, I like you know seeing their pictures and stuff on Facebook, but I mean, I had, you do get yes, tired. In, in yeah. NDA, not um, okay. I had a friend, you know, that I actually grew up with. That, that um, oh, that's girl, she was uh, for some strange reason, all of a sudden, oh, yeah. her body like went numb, and she was paralyzed, like from her, like I think her neck down, she was just paralyzed. So took her to the hospital. Like her ex husband never came to the hospital. Or anything to like visit her or nothing, right? So the church people was taking care of. She can't move whatsoever. Don't know why. They don't. They can't figure out why. Girl, she has to go home in a wheelchair. And they said she probably would never be able to walk or nothing again. She mm-hmm. said her husband never came to the hospital. Two weeks she was in there. The church people was taking care of her. Why when she get home, girl? They uh, knock at the door. Girl, she rose and opens that door. Girl, and why somebody sent her with divorce papers? 
was right when she got the hospital because she could not throw and then had on there where he wanted full custody of the kids because she wasn't gonna be able to work again and take care of their kids see i think that that kind of stuff to me because i feel like here's the thing we walk into marriages and assume to think that nothing will ever happen exactly and or that you'll get the best situation you know what i'm saying like oh my gosh you're gonna be married you're gonna be well the entire time we do that but we're humans, and things can happen. Your person, your your husband could get you could get married today, tomorrow. Your husband could be on his way to the store and home and getting a really bad yes. accident, and something caused him to be disabled. I just think that when you walk into those kind of circumstances, that's why I say I think it's shallow when you if you walk out of your marriage and just say I can't do it because of so, the disability. So, so now I understand it's stressful, but we signed up for that. Yeah. So do do people take their vows for granted? You know, I'll sit here, you know, um, or don't take them seriously because I'm, you know, I'm, I was real close with Wayne and Tisdale. And uh, last Friday, yeah, last Friday was his 11th anniversary of, the, of his death. So I, I think about Regina, his wife, to what she had to go through those last two or three years once he found out he had the cancer. And then also that she went through with uh, this amputating his leg and then this last month of, of her life. And there's no way that, that she, she would have done that. So, I mean... I mean, I, and I just saw that. I mean, of course, he was once going, probably wasn't going to get better because he kept getting degressing, degressing. So, I mean, I literally saw it from her, and she didn't leave. Of course, she, she wouldn't leave. She would dare do that. But that that goes back to the vows that you made, and that's something that probably needs to be talked talked about before you get married. You yeah. know, because they said, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and health. And, and they talk about that sickness, that goes all sickness. Yeah. And <laughs> you, there's no sickness. And you shouldn't probably have to talk about that, you know. No, you probably should. I'm going to tell you why you should. Because then you're going to have a situation where that woman comes in a wheelchair and he divorced her. He probably always felt that way. That, like, if something was to happen to my right. mom. Because he might not be a caregiver. And so that is, That's I think true. that is a conversation But even you if you are a caregiver, then hire a caregiver. I just, I my get thing that, is, but I just had a conversation. Me too. Yeah. Like, I agree, but I had a conversation. Yeah. Don't just, don't just decide that. Because he really kicked her when she was down. Like, right. she at her yeah, lowest. Yeah, yeah. She don't know her what's lowest. wrong. lowest. And he like, kicked her with divorce papers and say, I'm taking your two yeah. babies. So um, here's the thing. So think about, thinking about that, we go to, um. Mad, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. When she moved back in the house with her husband who mistreated her. After he was disabled, and then what? Think about that. No, I was just thinking about the bathtub scene when she uh, uh-huh. pushed him in there, and he like. <laughs> <laughs> she said, like, she, she, she eating. Oh, are you hung? What's wrong? Are you hungry? Like, yeah. I think initially she had good intentions going in, but then when she sat at that table, I think you know how that anger come out of you, and you never really yeah. thought she was that bad. Oh, she had good intentions in, 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 in the beginning. Yeah, like I'm gonna going go back in. Like I gotta go him. take her. That's my husband still. I gotta go take. But when she sat across from like you put me out and you had kids by this one, I ain't had no kids. That anger build up. Yeah. yeah, she she got a revenge, but yeah, then, she you know, did. so that was a pretty good deal. I I think I don't think you should utilize somebody's disability to get your to revenge. Get revenge. I, don't I think you gotta be careful in that. No, you space, shouldn't. But, but people don't do it the way they can. <laughs> here's the thing though are, are you obligated to go back into it if you don't, if your heart is not really in it you know what I'm saying so if you get there and you realize my heart's not really in this I know I came into in it with good intentions but my heart's not really in this should you stay no. okay okay so in this situation or say like a woman or man become disabled and the wife divorced him what if she was kind of on her way out anyways is that wrong yes that's wrong it is wrong. Yeah, I mean, so. if she was on her way out anyways, out she the door. She was on her way out. She was our, she, she don't even like you. I mean, I don't even like you anyway. I, think, I mean, I'm just hypothetically speaking. I don't. We don't even really talk. We don't really communicate. You didn't got sick. I get that we married. I'm. And now but I got to take I didn't care of you. you before you sick, and I didn't like you then. You gonna have to go ahead and ride it out because you gonna look like a straight up. Well, yeah, and I mean, so, it's wrong either way. But I don't think, like the yeah. here's the thing, maybe I can, so, I and I think the way she, okay, so initially she walks in with a good heart, right? And then she gets there and she realizes, like, oh, you need me now. Exactly. And then she kind of comes to a point where she's like, okay, I'm going, he's, he's, he's getting better, he's nicer, he wants, then she stops and says, but I really don't want to do this with you. 
So I do think that maybe there's a, always a way to do things. Oh, like, I think, you know, even if you're on your way out the door and this marriage isn't working and I really wasn't going to stay here, I can stay here, help get you settled, help get you... Set up with a caregiver. Set up with a caregiver, check on you, make sure you're okay, yeah, exactly. but still have that conversation. And, you know, before we were get, before you were here, I wasn't going to stay anyway. Right. So I don't think it's okay. I think the, the way that he did it probably makes it worse than anything else. Like, how do you okay. leave her at the hospital for two weeks she has to come to the door to um, divorce papers, divorce. and you taking her kids. Okay, this is this is, this is uh, off subject. So, I, and we're gonna get to you and yeah, close the line here in a second. But I saw this video, and the uh, it was a husband and wife, and the police came officer. I mean, the police officer came up to the window, knocked on the window, and he was like, um, uh, "Can I get your ID?" And he, I think he said he didn't have it or something. And he asked if he knew this lady. Like he was like, "Who is this lady to you?" And he was like, "I don't know this lady." And so the police officer ended up arrest, arresting her because she had jumped bail and all that stuff. She didn't pay her bill. So she goes and sit in the car. Well, come, she was like, well, who is this? He was like, well, who is this man to you? And she was like, well, that's my husband. And so he was like, well, do you want me to go to the car so your husband can talk to you? And the husband wouldn't talk to her. He acted like he didn't know her, like none of that. So she in the back, screen, uh, back seat just screaming. Like, now stuff like that is wrong. I mean, I know it's. No, it but, but he, he knew. But listen, <laughs> he said, I don't got she my jumped bail. I mean, he she jumped bail and he knew. But to me, that's he would be the same husband if she was in the hospital. He probably wouldn't go see her. Or if she would. Was if the police officer comes, she's sitting next to you. He said, "I don't know this woman." That's what he said. I don't know this woman. I'm just driving her around. Pretty much, <laughs> and it was his wife. <laughs> And she was like, "You can claim." So when you me. get out of jail, when you when you get out of jail, you need to know that he did not claim you. I would have left him after that. Yeah. I mean, she was, was the good thing is she wasn't disabled. No, but what, I mean, but I'm just saying like people like that, you can't even claim me when I'm about to go to jail. So what if you got to take care of me for real, for real? Right. So they probably shouldn't have been married anyway. You know, some people just married just to be married anyway, some days, but. Are you married? Next question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So uh, tell us about your, um, your clothing line. Okay. Yes. Uh, once again, I'm, I'm a partner with Persona, uh, partner slash Rojo <laughs> Architect with uh, Persona Custom Clothier as we're based out of, we're in Dallas, but we're in Plano, Texas, uh, exactly at 8105 uh, Razor Boulevard, Suite 135 in the Yeager Office Suites. Oh my God, we were founded in 2012 by uh, Derek Robinson and good Lord, and we've been, we've been rolling ever since. I mean, we like to do custom, we, we, and we, 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 we have the same call. Uh, you define it. We we design it. I mean, we have we blessed to have a lot of you know entertainments by the pro athletes as clients, and just I mean just re- and, and regular people. But we also we always treat everyone the same. But it's and it's it's blowing. And this this last announcement that we came out with on last Friday about you know with Michael Irvin part, uh, having his own line with us, Pippi Patent. So it's called Eighty Eight The Playmaker. So you gonna see a whole lot more of that soon. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's huge, and you see what I have on. Uh, with Dougie Fresh, representing Dougie Fresh with his uh, Here We Go Lyric shirt, so that we actually made for him, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what is your role in, like, the whole... Um, I'm just a partner. I'm just a partner. I, I, I'm, you know... Do you, you design? Know, I, the, yeah, I, I can design. Yes, I design. Mm, I design for, and design for myself, and sometimes can even sell what, what I design. You know, like, I'm great makes a couple of shirts. We're also been going to Las Vegas. Um, like I said, I'm a life coach, you know, athletes, and I was going there to the NBA Summer League, and I had this bomb bomb Michael Jordan Charles go go make and it's now Kobe Bryant as well as go make and then you know and, and also people go you know once they do that they go they see it online they can sell it on there like that once they see it on me or you put it on the website so yeah I, I do we do stuff like that as well like like I'm like no my our managing partner Liz Layton does that and you see a lot a lot of her stuff on the website it's a lot of stuff that, that she did but we go we go put a lot more of our stuff on it too. So, okay. yeah. So you have a lot of professional um, or like famous clients. So how hard was that to like get them? Well, it's basically referrals. I mean, it started with one and then it went from there. I mean, you got I said Michael Irvin, like I said. I mean, Shannon Sharp. We had Super Bowl champion from Kansas City Chiefs, Christopher Jones, Cam Jordan from New Orleans Saints. We could go down down the line. Ruben Stutter and his Velvet Rope tour was uh, I guess a Velvet Rope tour. I don't know the name of it, but was wearing our tuxedos on on, on this tour. Kenny Lattimore. Uh, DJ Kid Capri, Big Daddy Kane. I mean, it's definitely going. Your backup, down. DJ Kid Capri. Yeah, DJ Kid Capri. <laughs> as, as you saw, uh, Stick Rich DJ, DJ Chaos. Uh, shout out to Dwight Chapman. Shout out to my guy. 
I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And that list is about to go even higher now, particularly with with this major announcement, because other people want to get in and see what this is all about. So, so how did you become a partner in this company? Or well, as you know, I plan on moving to Frisco, Texas soon. But then I'll start connecting with people, and then and me and Derek, who's the CEO, having some mutual friends, and we can basically just connect on LinkedIn. And you know, I never thought about getting in the fashion industry, but I'm like, hmm. You know, because when you're full-time entrepreneur, you know, you know, your first impression is probably your best or your only impression. So okay. you want to have that look, and then that looks will help you sell your products that you're selling. Like we have a client that who's a realtor, um, and I mean, before he even before he even before the client even gets out the out their car, I mean, he basically sold himself because of his presentation on on just just from his clothes and I mean, his first impression sold the house before before they even got out of the car, and that happens many times. So. So when I thought about that, I'm like, and then just kind of being a different look and being a personal look, you know, to it, it was a no-brainer. And then I was able to, I also honor my mom, passed away last year, I have a shirt with her signatures on it, a shirt with, with a, a mom embroidered, I mean, embroidered on, on the cuff. And so it's just, it's just, just no, we're not in the box, we just do, you know, we, you, you define it, we design it. Okay. So it's more of like a... A one-only type deal. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or you can continue. Or you can do it in. You can do it in many colors. Like you know, you like you saw the flats. You can design them one color, and and if you want to do it in another another color scheme, another color combination, you can do it like that. So what but, I mean is like if somebody comes and say I want you to design this, are you all allowed to like share that to? I mean, yeah. Well, well, it, it depends. Depends if some people want want their it's stuff exclusive. So just like also Bishop Marvin Sepp is a this is a prime example. Bishop Marvin Sepp is a client of ours. He just uh. He just moved to Fort Worth, uh, started passing church in Fort Worth late last year. Uh, he heard about us on social media. It's crazy. And then they, we, and next thing you know, I mean, we, we didn't reach out to him. He came to our showroom. He used to show up our showroom, just unannounced. So um, with that being said, on, on those rounds, he has a shirt that you, that you probably see on Instagram with Chosen Vessel. That's the name of his church. So with that being said, he said he, he didn't want, he want that to be exclusive for him. But then he, he he does that in other colors as well. So he has that red one, does a black one, he has other colors. Okay. So yeah, so you can have your own exclusive like shirt. Is it yeah. more expensive to have a one off? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. You, you just you just say this this and this is this is solely for me. You know, if you want your of course like it's like shirts from my mother's signatures, no one else will get that. So no one I mean that's strictly me. You know, I ain't gonna sell my mother's signatures. To, right. You know, so yeah. And looking at it, it looks like it's a lot of really professional business tuxedos, oh, yes. Oh, um, yes. really nice um, button-down shirts, um, collared shirts. So just looking at the brand itself, it looks like a, a high-quality brand. Oh, absolutely. Prom season's pretty huge. Wedding season was pretty huge. I mean, we still got a little few prom business, one of the much prom business we wanted because of the pandemic. But we still, you know, wedding season was was I mean, God Lord was just a booming. You know, Many of you guys have duffel bags. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Handbags, handbags. You know, travel shoes. bags, shoes. I mean, shoes, women's shoes. I mean, we we, we started with a women's line, kind of went down, but now with Liz Layton came in and joined us as our managing partner, who you know, was in the office with, with Derek. I mean, she's bringing that back up, so you can see a whole lot more women's stuff on, on on there, big time. I mean, she has this these dresses you see, these skirts, like that I right like there. That. Yeah, that that's this that's a. Uh, Mrs. Ann, uh, she works at a law firm, and that's her. That's her own. It's called Miss Ann, so she got that on on, on her on the top. Oh, yeah. that's nice. So, um, well, I was gonna ask you a question. Um, do y'all have like a seamstress in house? No, no, no. It, it's it's all from, from uh, China. Okay. China so you coming. just designed it and then yeah, designed. The order. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying you would love this out. You would love all. You would love all this stuff. I know. I'm looking. It definitely um, fits your personality. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, that that stuff that you see on there is not even all of it. I mean, it's that's just little small things that we. I mean, we're not going to the athletic line as well. Um, um, I couldn't even show you, but like we even got windbreakers. Um, what's and it you that? said you guys are based out of Texas. Yes, we're we're based out of Texas. We have partners all over, all over the United States. We have probably about twenty thirty partners all over the United States, but that's. Continue to grow. We getting referral reps from uh, uh, referral reps from you know most just just refer to business, but they just don't say you know I'm gonna see if you like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna see the calling. So mm-hmm. we we will give them color of, of our uh, of our uh, 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 monies, but yeah, but that's that's part of our, our athletic line right there. Uh, where did it go? Oh, like, is this like a, a different page? Yeah, yeah, it's a different page. Yeah, just like that. That's a that's a windbreaker, oh, okay. a custom windbreaker jacket right there. It's a bomber oh, okay. jacket. 
Yeah, so okay. yeah. yeah, so yeah, so we we doing that. You know, baseball tees, caps, hats. I mean, we we're we're not in a box. So we, if you want it, oh, these are cute. I yeah. just saw those on yeah. the yeah. Gucci. The Gucci. I was just scrolling on the Gucci website just to be doing something. Yeah. And they had some shoes like that with the fur in the back of them. Yeah. So like I said, I mean, that's if that's what you want, that's what you get. <laughs> Nice. Yes. So you're moving to Texas just to be more involved? Or no, just, I just want, want to change. And like I said, um, you know, I was going to plan on moving there, you know, several years now, but stuff just kept happening. Stuff kept happening family-wise, business-wise, and then also volleyball-wise. But but now I'm really kind of really seeing it, you know, coming to fruition next year after, after the volleyball season. But like I said, we still got so much stuff to do around the house and make sure I'm checking my dad's health and all that. And definitely don't want to be moving like in the wintertime. So... You know, but so I just kind of see how things flow out. But we work on it. You know, I'm, I, at least I'm working on it because my dad he doesn't want to move. I said, no, it ain't gonna happen like that. <laughs> no, yeah. no, because it would be good for, you know, for him to be with his two sons, which would be myself and my other brother, and his two grandsons are down there. So, so we can all be down there taking care of him. To, I mean, but he doesn't want to move. No, he doesn't want to move because he want he's gonna stay attached. To and the he want to stay in the house. Yeah, he's gonna stay in the house. So, so, so yeah, so, so no, but no, it's. And he's gonna stay there, just get depressed, and be reminded of of, of his wife. I mean, he'll yeah. be depressed either way, cause I mean, yeah. if you being married to somebody for fifty years, fifty five, fifty five years, oh, fifty five. Yeah, well, it was going on fifty five. It was too much short wow. fifty five. Fifty four years of marriage. Yeah. Like that's your entire life. Yeah. So like, yeah, I can see why he's like, yeah, no, I'm not leaving. No, I'm not leaving. Yeah, but but then again, I mean, only been in that house for twenty eight years. So it's not even being in the house for that long. long. That's still a long time. Yeah, that's still a long time. But, 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 but then again, you, you think about it. That's and, like, and, I would be like 10 years old at that point. Like, And, and then when you really think about it, and then you got a big acre, and guess who got to take care of that acre? Me. I ain't, I ain't got time to take care of the acre. I'll, say, I'll do it this summer. <laughs> Uh, I mean, because he will be out there. But you're going to make him move to Texas. No, I make him move. I mean, we, we go, go do it. You're going to pour it. we go do it. I mean, he doesn't want But, I mean, eventually, he he goes he sees it. Because, I mean, now, because with all the business that I got with everything, like I said, with persona, I mean, I have to really have to be down there. Because I will say this. I'm going to be truthful about it. You know, if, if I if I was down, if we were down there and he was still sick and hospitalized and all that, you know, didn't have a pandemic, you know, I, I, I probably lost you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars not being down there. I mean, I still would make some of that money because I, I, I had the stuff set up. But it's, it's different when you're down there. But you know, I could still yeah. be gone two, three hours at a time and go back and check in on him and stuff like that. Like I said, our show was in Plano. You know, I plan on going to Frisco, so they're right there next to each other. So, you know, it's it's you know, you know, our business about to really, really pick up now. I mean, and after this announcement we made on uh, Friday with Michael Irving, oh God, it's it's about to. It's, it's, it's about so has the pandemic, I mean, I know you said you've lost a little bit of money. Like, has the pandemic, like, caused oh. any, like, halt in business? Or have you guys oh, yeah. just I had mean, to kind of find a different way no, to do business? No, it's, I mean, it's, it's not just me. People that come that come in, I mean, that, that get business. Of course, it affects all business. I mean, you see a major retailers going bankrupt. I mean, JCPenney's, Neiman, Neiman Marks, and all that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so every business is being affected. So, yeah. So, I mean, but it's, it's no halt or anything like that. We just have to revamp up to re- when reinvent yourself yeah, yeah re- and then then once it once the market you know reopens or when when the world is open again when that happens fully open but in the meantime we make these announcements but it, there's, there's still people best buying stuff but it's not as much but now it's it's great to happen again now particularly with this announcement and there's other ones that are coming i mean that's just one i mean you we probably got three or four left this year to just go well that's a good thing yeah. uh, it sounds like you guys are doing quite a bit of business you said now you and then you said you have your life coach. Yeah, life coach. Life coach. I'm a I'm a gym for life coach, but also life coach for athletes mainly. Yeah. Explain that to us. Like, what does life coach? Uh, mean? I mean, we work. I mean, first of all, I got into it because um, I'll tell you why I got into it because I lost. I had three cousins get shot and killed by us. Us first of all, and and also I see the need from why I appreciate basketball. So with that being said, I mean we work on. I see stuff that needs to work on, like on. And, and they be influenced by peer pressure, social media, you know, ac- academic demands, you know, AU rankings. They so hype on rankings. Rankings is nothing but entertainment, you know. You know, just say like stuff that was going on with the family, I mean, personal life, like grieving, you know, you know, how, how they get, you know, see, you know, make sure that they're on the court with, with 100% on their mind on actual game instead of 80 20, 
you know, what you say, if you, if you have 20% off your, you know, off you ain't gonna give you a full potential. So it just helped them coaching them just through life and life situation happens, helped them create goals and help them prepare for life after sports. That's really the main thing because some of these other people, other kids don't have, don't know what they gonna do when, when that ball start, start bouncing and when that, after that last tackle on the football field, they really have no direction and I see that because I already see like on social media, it's people posting just their, you know, playing sports and showing, you know, training and stuff like that. Okay, well, good. Well, well what, what kind of kid is he? I mean, well, how's he doing in school? How's he doing at home? How's so do he doing you work church? with like um, college students or high school students? I work with all of them. I work okay. with high, high school, college pro. I mean, we when we, we even connect with the uh, NBA. Um, in fact, I got my certification through sideline life coaching through uh, two former NBA players, uh, Cliff Robinson and Dirk Minifield. So, and so they, we work with, in fact, we'll go to NBA Summer League, you know, uh, of course that's canceled. And we're going to go, you know, we always go to the uh, NBA uh, National Baptist Player Association Top 100. That's in uh, Rich, uh, uh, University of Virginia in July. Of course, that's canceled this year. But, yeah, we work all and you know, and I work with overseas amateurs, AAU, stuff like that. So, yeah, we work all athletes. Okay. So, you just kind of get with them and kind of talk about, like, so things outside of sports. Within so sports, 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 and, and within sports, and and, li- and yeah, without, okay. because you know. So, have you ever had any players that you like work with who you like you give this life coach to, and then they still go do the complete opposite? Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, I came from the mental health. I mean, I worked in the mental health field for oh, almost twenty years. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we give we we give it to them. It's up to up to them to to follow up and, and act on what, what was taught. Was talk to them, and they so, may change. Like they may, like they may veer off and do something different. But later on down the line, they might remember what you know. Right. They talked about. But it's good to know that because I think sometimes the other thing is, like you said, a lot of times we preach sports, 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 and then they get yeah. on the other side of sports, and yeah. they've said we've. Um, I've heard that a lot of sports players can even be homeless after they. Oh yeah, absolutely. A whole career of sports, like you play yeah. football, you play basketball, or whatever. You went all the way pro, made millions of dollars, but you didn't do anything with that money. Mm-hmm. So, people, you wasted. Mm-hmm. People understand. I mean, this, all that money you see, I mean, half that's probably gone with taxes and agent fees, lawyer fees. That stuff ain't cheap. <laughs> and then, I mean, all, and that's not just, that's just that's just your start. I mean, then, you know, all the other stuff. But your, that, your, your taxes, your lawyer fees, your agent fees, I mean, that comes up top. And that's that's a huge chunk of of, of the um of their salary. So. Yeah. So is there like a difference between like life coach and a counselor? Uh, yeah, just sort of. Well, I mean, it was kind of in the same realm, but I mean, you really, we really think about when you're counseling, you're counseling, but when you're coaching, you're coaching. It's kind of like, you know, you, when you coach, you kind of get more, really more intense to it. Like you just think of basketball coach, you, when you coach them, sometimes you got to really get into them, you know, so, you know, kind of push them, push them more than counselor. Counselors more than just a listening ear. You know, more listen to ear and kind of react, but more coaching, you can just kind of, you know, really, really push them, you know, really push them, really more encouraging than, you know. So it's kind of like what you see when they mm-hmm. say coach, basketball coach, but not like fussing out, not like in their face, but but just really, really, we kind of put. Kind of holding them accountable. Yeah, holding more, more accountable. Sitting on the couch and like, okay, just sitting there listening. Yeah. Giving listen. them suggestions. Yeah. Well, like, well, the therapist you. usually holds you accountable if they're a good therapist. They hold you accountable to kind of come back and talk about like what you did. However, I think like more like a life coach would probably be somebody who calls you regularly to make sure that you're doing what they like. So mm-hmm. we said, so do you guys do reach out? Oh yeah, we actually reach out. Okay. I mean, now, now more than ever, we doing virtual sessions. I mean, now I got, man, I got two, like two or three tomorrow. I mean, I thought I would have to postpone them. I, there, were, there were two on Friday when, and then one was on Saturday, so I move on to tomorrow. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, we reach out. They reach out to me. And, and also, with that being said, I'm blessed to be connected with Tony Gaskin. I don't know if you guys heard of Tony Gaskin. He's a mm-hmm. world-renowned world Arthur uh, coach and motivational speaker. I get connected, so I'm on his website as well. So he's out there pushing me as well. So I just, I just started that last week. So, yeah. So, he had put out a book recently, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember. I know he has a book. I know it's, okay. a, I know it's a bestseller. I just I don't know when. We just kind of got connected. But I mean, I really haven't really liked to deal with my dad and, and, and all that. You know, right. it's really taken my – so it's – but we just got connected, so I just really met him. And I you know, watched his YouTube videos, really, really stay up top of his YouTube videos. But yeah, so I'm on his website. You can see me on his website on mymentor.life forward slash Colin Chapman. Yeah, I'm, I'm on there. Okay. Yeah. Do you um, coach men and women oh, or mace? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can coach me any. I mean, but I mean, we, we're not limited. I mean, you want to have a, a male coach a male, a female coach a female, but sometimes it may not work that way. Sometimes maybe availability, sometimes just maybe circumstances. But, you know, but majority of mine, Majority of mine, eighty nine percent are males. 
you know. So how did you get into that? Like, I know you said you had some influence in your family. Like, did you just, like, reach out to an agency? I know you said you had background in, like, um, therapy and stuff. Like, did you reach out to an agency or did you just decide, like, to create a... Do you have, like, an organization that you created? No, or no, just, just network. I networked. I just made the, those two guys uh, from Solid Life Coaching just on on Twitter. I mean, they just came down my, my feed my feed and stuff like that, and I reached out. Oh, this was, this, this was interesting. You said Sala? Sideline. Oh, Sideline. Sideline Life, Life Coaching. Coach. So, yeah, so just, just it was just, it just reached out to on social media, and we just connected, just network, because, I mean, just one one network to another network, and they connected with the NBA, and so it was, it was all perfect, because I know a lot of people in the NBA, uh, so if there's if you go to their website sidelinelifecoaching.com just just straight sideline 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 life coaching and you see a whole lot of um, you know they have a whole lot of testimonies on there even from Kitchen Purchase Kitchen Perkins on there um, just okay. this whole lot so and and all, all of my stuff is accredited I'm CBD credit with uh, with my German life coaching because I got two certifications and other ones with the uh, National Life Coach Association and also um, God, I guess drugless p- practitioners, uh, sir, is, is to serve to them too with, with my uh, uh, solid life coaching. So, yeah, but it's a blessing, you know. I'm you know, okay. now, now, it's start picking up, it's start even working with churches now. Uh, so I get I get some couple, couple conference calls this week with uh, with churches, huge churches that have a huge membership, you know. So, I guess so I'll be working with churches as well. So, I'm going to that 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 phase now. So did you do like virtual before the whole COVID thing? Uh, oh, oh yeah, I've done. I mean, cause well, like one of my cousins got shot and killed from California, so I kind of worked. Um, yeah, actually got shot and killed the Saturday after my mother's funeral, and so I worked with his, started working his organization. So they in California. So yes, in fact, I'm basically 96 percent of my clients are out of town, so they have, they are virtual. They're Zoom or Skype. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't really know about the whole virtual world until the whole oh pandemic happened. So it seems like everything now is virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's no. The things been virtual. I mean, we've been having virtual meetings people way before the way before the COVID. I mean, not everything. Not now. Everything's virtual. Just like I said, you know. Now, now we having trainings. You know, you know. It's like these like my volleyball meetings we doing on Zoom and and uh, go to meetings and stuff like that. So, I mean, I. I, I could probably, I could say this. I probably kept Zoom and go to meeting and business since it's been doing myself because <laughs> I've been on so many, so many meetings, so many calls. It's not even. It, I mean, it's, even while my dad was in the hospital, I was in, in that in March. I mean, I was on. I had to go downstairs so he can get some rest and into the into the uh, uh, you know the eating area and, and just dining area and just do, have go to and Zoom meetings down there. So like I even have a few sessions. While I was in the hospital with him back in March before the pandemic happened. So yeah. So just take my tablet and go to go to work. Sometimes I might have to move the appointment. I mean, they all understand that I'm dealing with a situation with my dad, so they understand if I have to move the appointment, stuff like that, you know. So. So how does the coaching look like? So like a coaching via, like when you're doing the coaching session, is it just tailored to that particular player? Like, do you have like a particular module you're going? Yeah, we we have a particular module, but sometimes we just go through the initial session, see what what we will do and how how long it's going to be and what we're going to work on in in a certain amount of period. We don't like to go over three months, you know. Sometimes it, it may happen over once, you know. So we just once a week go in a three month period. So we have, you know, with this certification, we have a, we have a twelve week uh, model, and we try to follow that model. But it also depends on the needs and, and of, of that particular client because each client is different. And also do group group settings as well. So we have round tables on there as well. Okay. What advice, like, um, like what's like one piece of advice that you normally get? Try to give like pretty much everybody that's outside of the module. Well, outside your modules, I mean, sh- right now, is, right now, I mean, I, I'm making sure everyone stay. You know, I always make sure now with we this pandemic that everyone's you know, abide by the guidelines of CDC and, and and federal guidelines. You know, social distancing, washing hands, masks, and all that. So I always make sure you know as well as keep abreast of what's going on currently and in, you know in the sports world and anything in the sports world that we need to talk about. You know, like we will talk about the stuff in the last dance. You know, people now seeing what 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 Michael Jordan had to go had to go through to get to his, his success. I mean, it's it's not just you know he had to work for it and he had to rework for it. And he had to you know you know get in people's faces and and talk shit to to them and stuff like that. You know, you have to. Yeah. You I know. haven't watched that actually. Huh? The, I haven't watched it. Oh, what y'all have I not watched that? Mm-hmm. No, I heard about it, but I haven't watched it. Oh, is my. it like a, is it one it episode like two or like three? Long. It's just no. one episode. No, it's one episode, one each, one hour each, but they, they air 
like the, the series finales are, are tonight, so I, I get to do that. Oh, after the series. Okay. Uh, yeah, series is two is ten episodes. There it was it was originally supposed to start in June, but of course it moved up until you know when this pandemic happened. So they do two episodes these past five Sundays. So the last two were, were aired tonight on ESPN, uh, starting at eight and nine our time. So yeah, nine episodes nine ten. But you, I guarantee you can find the the full episodes on YouTube though. Okay. Yeah. So, but okay. but for me, I, I DVR them. But yeah, but like as as I was saying, we we'll talk about stuff that we see on air and stuff that we see talk about you know games that we say about well, what would you do in this situation? You know, I would I would, I would take a clip. You know, if yeah, what would you, what would you do in this situation in the game situation or you know if you confront with this, you know, if someone push you, you push them back or how you react or you know if a, if you see a coach and a player arguing, what would you do in that situation? You know, stuff like that. So. You know, our, our stuff that happens off, off field, you know, where a player gets in trouble, gets arrested, or, you know, sexual assault and domestic violence and all that. We, we go into all that stuff. So I was say, do you guys address any of that? Because that, that was going to be yes. one of my questions. Like, oh, yes. A lot of that, that has become, like, one of the biggest things in <clears throat> media now is domestic violence and sexual assault amongst players. Yeah. So do you guys, like, try to prepare them? Because I think um, maybe just the whole, some of it is the control or some, uh, like, just being able to be in those that space where you have that money and you have this right. this um, big persona of who you are. Right. Um, so is there a way to, like, are you guys, like, addressing it, like, with college students to kind of address, like, what that looks like going into that? Because I think maybe, like, preparing people to Oh, well, I mean, I address it with, I mean, I started young. I started now. I started in, in the high school, school. I mean, let them know this real life coming. We, we leave home or we leave high school because it's, you know, they, they some of them, experience it too, so... You know, I start, start, you know, start, but I mean, if it needs to address it with high school, address it with high school, you know, college and probably and sometimes I may use, you know, examples from, from other, other sessions. I'm like, hey, I have, I have another session. Of course, I won't say the name that can't do that. But, you know, I had a session with, with this high school player or this college player that, you know, they got involved with this situation. So, you know, what would you do in this, in this situation if you were involved in, in, in that type of situation? But, I mean, but yeah, we had a whole, we talked about a whole lot about, uh, a lot, a lot about that, so. But like I said, it's almost talk about when you see it in the media, and we talk about, of course, doing the Kobe Bryant situation. Of course, people start bringing that up, yeah. you know, doing that situation. But we we even talked about that, and you know, doing that situation, you know, doing that time frame. But and yeah. how are a lot of the players kind of dealing with like not being able to play because the basketball the league oh, kind of got shut all the way down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of like one night there was a game. I mean, Utah, Oklahoma, it just happened to me. Okay. <laughs> One yeah. night it was the game. The next day it was like everything shut down. We're not doing nothing else for the rest of the season. So has that created any kind of anxiety? Oh, my the God, players? yes. First of all, high school. I mean, the high school, I mean, I, like I said, we're a lot of high school. But the high schools here, you know, first of all, they have postponed the state tournament. And so they're hoping they get a chance to play. So, they, still, you know, they were still, you know, even even while they're home, shooting around and still getting, you know, loose, loose. And then time kept going, time kept going. And things were kind of still on the – on the fence, but then, um, then, but but then when the news really came down on twenty six, some players were, I mean, they were literally depressed. They didn't give a, they didn't give a fuck about shit. Really, <laughs> I mean, they were, they didn't care. Okay. I mean, they, I mean, they were heartbroken. They still are heartbroken, you know. Particularly, there was a game, a six eight game here, where you had two, you have featured uh, the top two players in the state playing against each other. You know, Booker T. Washington and also Public T. West High School with. With Bryce Thompson and, and Rondell Walker, and going to University of Kansas and, and Oklahoma State University, respectfully, so you had that matchup. I mean, highly anticipated matchup. I mean, that that was gonna be packed, 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 packed. You know, that could have been a state final game, but that was canceled. But all that stuff went down, and I have a cousin, Brandon Stewart, played for as a senior, uh, Tulsa, uh, Edison Prep in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he was devastated that that his career uh, ended on. Uh, on something that's that's not on, on control. So yes, these players were affected. And college was definitely affected because. Because how yeah. they, how they're recruiting now? Because I mean they that missed half of the. Too. I mean they're, they're most of virtual, virtual, virtual. I mean virtual, but now it's a dead period. I mean so everything's virtual. I mean. I guess everything. they have to go off of what they see. Yeah, virtually. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah virtually what they see. I mean, and also, also, yeah, oh, yeah, all, all this yeah. stuff, been, all this stuff been canceled. Lots of virtual and what they seen in the past, which have been recommended from. From scouts and, and so that really sucks right. if you were like a player who was like 
on the up and coming. Yeah. Like, and you had just started getting good. Yeah. You yeah. just started having a highlight room. And you just started, like, getting, mm-hmm. especially, like, if you're a junior. Like, yeah. say, for instance, you, you know, your sophomore year, you had just kind of been trying to develop and you were waiting to be able to break out your junior year. You know, this was your junior year. So, the next year, you have to come back even harder Hopefully that you can, you know, because if you don't, if if there's still no basketball or still no football, you're still gonna be. I mean, it's kind of a sucky situation to be yeah. in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you had a top player, the girls player here, who just committed to Texas University of Texas, Leah Moore, who's who's. I mean, she was really wanted this. In fact, she I went. In fact, I was going to the game up there. That was at the same time doing PC West Booker T. They were ever play my. I had another cousin play with Sapopa. She was a junior, but. I know Leah, but I mean, she was torn. I mean, I mean, and my cousin that she was gonna play against, uh, Alexis Lewis, she was torn. I mean, there's, there's, there's no. I mean, but there's. I mean, you could be on the top, top. You could be on the up and coming, yeah. or you could just be on the bench, just, just. I mean, on the top team or whatever. But that your opportunity's gone, so you will never have the opportunity again. So that's the opportunity that you gotta live with for the rest of your lives. And it's kind of funny that in such a 2020 class, because you know they they hurt me because you think the class 19 they they have their season. Then they won't have their they won't they won't get to finish their season. But what the twenty twenty one gets to have their season. So they like in that in that yeah, twenty you know twenty twenty people yeah. in general sports uh, graduates high school students were just screwed. Oh, I yeah. mean, a lot of people yes. have gotten screwed out. Yeah. I mean, of a huge memory, like yeah. or something you've been looking forward to all your life, uh, walking yeah. across yeah. the stage. Yeah, because I actually watched the virtual graduation yesterday because I, I saw a couple pictures from yours. But mm-hmm. I mean, she was just in her cap and gown and she was sitting on the couch, like waiting for her deal to come on. And that sucks. Like, yeah. when you I mean, well, the other thing is this, though. The blessing is, say, for instance, you didn't get to take your ACT, you was dragging your feet and didn't get to do that, but you got a 3.0 GPA, you got into college without yeah. your AC, without yeah, the ACT. A lot of the colleges, don't a lot of the colleges are waving ACTs and ACTs. So if you weren't yeah, a good right. co- if you weren't a good test taker, you hadn't taken your ACT to this point, you graduated with a 3.0 or higher, you got automatically yes. admitted into whatever school you wanted to go to. Right, okay. right. Well, yeah, there was the blessing in it. Yeah. So I mean, was, um, it, it, yeah. There was but, some some blessings to it. I yeah. mean, and also I like, I like the way the community and high schools and community have gone out of the way to help the, the class of twenty I mean, twenty twenty. I mean, I drive around. I see like Millwood. Just like next year, next door neighbor has, you know, he has to, you know, their, their uh, sign sign, out. sign outside in Millwood. Yeah. You know, they had signs up there close to you know, outside the gym, outside Remington Park, over there by the uh, Cowboy um, uh, uh, Museum. Uh, so it's, it was nice to see. And, and this McGinnis, I passed McGinnis to get yeah, the McGinnis autographs. Yeah, McGinnis got their kids. Yes, uh, graduate, on, graduate, on, the, on, on, on their gate no, and stuff do? like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm... They so, gave us a sign, so we have a sign in the yard, but... No, so, oh, they're giving out the sign. Like, you can see from no, the highway. That, that's all that we yeah. have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When you and, see McGinnis, when you drive by the highway, their whole gate has their senior class yeah, across McGinnis, the gate. I mean, so that's really nice. And then also Lamar advertising, the advertising. I mean, they post them on the billboard, stuff like that, so... It's 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 just a blessing to to have how the high schools and, and the districts and the community that's going out of the way and then and like I said yesterday with you know pre- President President Obama God bless you and, and LeBron James and how they going out to, uh, to go they out did there. do like a um ABC special or yeah. something because uh, Alicia Keys was posting on yeah. and talked about it um how they did like an a, a special to honor this to that class of twenty twenty it's gonna be memorable yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely it's one of those things yeah, that when you're yeah. going to be like, when we, you know, my senior year in high school, da da da, you know, so. But they still missed out on the whole Yeah, they yeah. Yeah. Yeah, prom. Yeah, you missed out your senior trip. Yeah, I didn't, you know, he didn't get to take, you know, he didn't get to do prom. So it was like, right. you know, he didn't go last year. So. Because some people probably didn't go last yeah. year. Yeah. Because I didn't get to get my baby, yeah. you know. Dressed up in no prom pictures. Hell, you should have though. You had only some of the people were taking their kids out to their porch on the patio stuff. Yeah, still do that, but you know he's not like if he honestly is not. Going, going. He gonna be like, I ain't doing this. I mean, but people that did that probably already purchased the suits, yeah, they the dresses, purchased. and they couldn't return them. Exactly. So it's like you finna get dressed up and, and, and we gonna take a picture. Mm-hmm. See, we, yeah. we we have some clients oh, yeah. that, that that did that as well. I'm, I have to look at and show you, but yeah, we had a we had a whole lot. Of I mean, I think it's that. ways to get creative. I understand that they know. Yeah, I understand that they missed out on quite a bit, and I and that's unfortunate that they did. But I remember like walking across the stage and getting to the other side, like this is it. Yeah. Cause I didn't even get to see my son's eighth grade graduation. I honestly, I've been looking Aww. forward to that. Oh, he's eighth grade graduation this year. Uh huh. From where? Yeah. Uh, Kip. Oh, Kip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was having eighth grade graduation, yeah. and I didn't get to see it. They dressed uh-huh. up.
out the whole 30 minute virtual thing was like yes because I didn't have to sit through it as long because I'm not at the graduation it's an hour and a half and I'm like oh my god so I mean yeah because that was but, but also there, there, there's some that had <laughs> drive up graduation I know PC West they drove, drove up they had drive up graduation yesterday drive, uh, drive up commencement yesterday PC West from C West well, yeah, where they let that. the kids like get out of their cars. Yeah, cars yeah. Yeah. I think everybody right. had to be some type of creative. I mean, we did it the whole right. watching the family right. played it, and we all got together. We ate, watched it together, so it was good. That would be like it was um, perfect for them. That would be not, like uh, so. what's that called? Um, like when you're doing um, what is that called? Um, rec- no, not recruitment. When the NBA is like, when they sign and donate, that's how we we sit there with the TV. So, (laughs) and they like that probably even better because they're not people, people like that. So you got to fool with parking. And then today we did like so. Jayton today did one and did two. I went with the first one. So what she did is like you know just again families thinking about how to try to make things different. So she they did a parade. So Jayton now walked in a parade for a graduation. And the cars behind, you know, had signs and balloons and was doing confetti, throwing candy. Yeah. So Jake then walked the parade and, they, you know, the family was behind him. And so, I mean, I guess people, then she went all the way, she on her way, she was on her way to UConn to do another one. Nice. So, I mean, I guess nice. people I mean, I guess about that's stuff. a creative way. And also as a business, think yeah. about what that looks like. Because if you're a business out here who does that, like who has dancers or who has things like that, like that's mm-hmm. something that you could like monopolize on. Get online mm-hmm. and advertise, hey, we have a dance team exactly. who's available. Or even the signs. Like I've got a lot of money. companies mm-hmm. who actually make signs mm-hmm. have done really well this year. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to do a family parade. I've seen a lot of, yeah, yeah, seen a lot of like creative. the individual yeah. letters that people have been mm-hmm. having in the yard. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so you can like, parents are like you can, because some people have college, their college graduates, and they missed out too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Courtney graduated. She graduated with her master's and her bachelor's at the same time. So Ooh. they, um, one of our, one of my babies. Oh, okay. Um, but she graduated with her master's and her bachelor's at the same time. And they just all they did was a photo, little um, photo shoot in her yard. And I wow. mean, so I mean, you just kind of had to get creative. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Bachelor's and master's at the same time. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the second person I heard have done it. We have a worker at the office. I remember you said she was, but I was like, yeah. how? Because you have to have like prerequisites and stuff You only like have that. to have your prerequisites to the master's program. So if you oh, completed, yeah. So, but if okay. you completed them, then if, are you, if, hold on, if you map it out the right way, clearly, and then you complete your prerequisites, then you can start your master's program and work through that because then you can just have your electives while you're doing your master's, which would be easier for you. I don't know. I, I'm just curious how that works, but that's that's awesome though that she did that. Yeah, so, that's dope. That's that is dope. That's, yeah. So you said you, what else do you yeah. have going on? So. Uh, just right now, I'm just. I just want to pre- touch this shirt. You just want to touch the shirt. The it's quality silk. Of it. It's silk. Okay. It's silk. So yeah, it's it's. Don't touch it. Oh yeah, you don't know where it's been. No, yeah. it didn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah. I just don't feel like how she the only one to be like. Let me touch the quality of your shirt. <laughs> touch the quality of. <laughs> No, but no, but, my mom, y'all know my mom. Yeah, she's, she's a yeah. seamstress. So she always yeah. talks about the quality. And I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, and so she always told me to look at how whenever exactly. they saw how it connects and it, that the letters line up. We don't love it. But, but no, yeah. Don't shake your hair. We not. I know that. I'm not thinking. I'm picking up. But no, but outside of checking on my dad, take care of my dad, you know, preparing for, I mean, just getting ready, just really getting back to work. You know, I really kind of just kind of slowed down these past two and a half months. He's since he first got in the hospital, and then now seeing we go, what kind of white ball season we go have, and also preparing, clearing the house, and just take care of family and take care of yourself and really get back to work because I got some big things popping. And, and with these announcements, particularly with this persona with Michael Irvin and all that, it's, it's, it's about to get busy. And this is actually this week could be you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a, a certain thing, you know, a certain thing that I'm pushing that you know, to, to approach a certain project, and this could be a very, very pivotal week, so I gotta get ready for that. As I'm dealing with my dad, and it's it's really really pivotal, and it's it's I'm, so I'm putting my proposal together and sending it out. It's already went through the first two channels. I mean, this could be literally life changing. Your life changing. Okay. I mean, literally, seriously. So I got that going, and then just 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 that's that's just the main thing. Just you know, take care of that. I'm gonna call just call him before I get here. I'm gonna call him again once I leave here, and 
and prepare for my volleyball meeting. Ready to watch the last dance with you guys? I mean, well, yeah, I don't know if y'all can watch it, but watch the last <laughs> dance and okay, and okay. take on family. So yes. where is somewhere that people can reach you at? Like, what are your platforms? Uh, of course, all my social media outlets are my first and last name, Colin Chapman, C-O-L-I-N-C-H-A-T-M-A-N. Okay. I'm, I'm on Instagram and, and, uh, and Twitter, CDC Drum, uh, CDC, uh, Cat Dog Cat Drum. Uh, and then already you can reach my phone number four zero five two one zero seven five two nine, or my email address is I still use email cdc underscore drum at hotmail dot com. And, and you I, said that you have a new project from with the author. Make sure you give that information uh, so that they're uh, able uh, to look at yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, well, oh, you talk about uh, the um. I, I'm, like I said, I'm a life coach with Tony Gaskins. So I'm um. So you, like I said, you see my website at my mentor dot life forward slash Colin Chapman or you can go in there browse the coaches and you see my profile there. I need to fix it again. But okay. yeah, so you can see me on there. And also I'm, I'm also I also tell you to say that I've got to say this with my life coaching I'm also doing it on the national uh, school. I got a uh, uh, offer to do it on a, on an online school basis as well. Okay. So yeah, so I'm teaching them too and I'm doing that actually on, on out school. So any teachers who looking for work, uh, I know this platform is looking for teachers you can work online. While, while you're out of school and are looking for extra money, it's actually real good money too. I know teachers making fifteen hundred, two hundred, and two thousand weekly. Okay. Yeah. What's the website for that? Uh, out school. I said. I, 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 I said. You said out school. Yeah, out school. Uh-huh. Okay. But, but 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 you be sure you you you, you get the actual link for me if you want to get get the uh get on. Okay. So we refer links for for me. But yeah. Okay. But. Nice. Alrighty. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate yes, you coming. Um, we look to forward you. to all your big successes. Make sure you tag us in anything and let us know yes. oh, yeah. so that we can keep um, abreast on how things are going. Um, you guys know we're on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. Um, we are there every Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. We are on Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, um, YouTube, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I always forget, like, one of them. It's a, it's, it's a, so it'd be a lot. I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, we are there with a new episode every Sunday. Um, and then you guys can listen to those um, platforms anytime throughout the week. Um, we have every third Monday, when you start saying it, we are at the Ice Event Center. Um, we start at 7, show starts at 7.30. So we come in, or doors open at 7, show starts at 7.30. Um, come right now we're doing virtual um, I think there are they are allowing some some um, people to come in but I don't know what it'll look like we can't really give you much of that until <clears throat> I guess that's what we do tomorrow and kind of let you guys know on that one um, we're on Instagram Facebook and Twitter we are um, Mocha Tea Podcast oh and we are also on TikTok Oh, yeah. oh, TikTok we are Mocha Tea Podcast on all four of those platforms. Um, check us out. Follow us. Let's get ready to start watching us do some TikToks. Um, we'll try to, hold on, that'll help us too because we don't always have to do a TikTok exactly. together. Mm-hmm. We can do a TikTok at home and oh, then really? kind of, yeah, you can do your own TikTok. Go pick it out and then. Oh, okay, cool. We're at mocha tea 2018 at gmail.com and we are out. Peace.